knows that success, overcoming and winning in life is no accident. Creating individual success is like having a recipe for a great meal. It only works if you know how to use the ingredients. As a best-selling author, entrepreneur, business coach, strategist, and champion, the Lewis Howard Live Show provides you the insider's view on winning. All we do is win, 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 helping you become the best version of yourself. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. You guys seeing my clock up there and uh, I don't know where you are watching this in the world live afterwards. Most people watch this on download. So uh, the clock represents the 24 time zones that we have in the world. And so uh, for each of you that have joined in at some point uh, or shared the program, I am uh, appreciative and uh, happy that you have been a part of the conversation. I'm Lewis Howard, host of Lewis Howard Live, and uh, we put up these short snippets. Uh, most of the time I'm in the studio, but, you know, lately it's been kind of uh, easy to do these because I'm kind of on the run with different projects that uh, we have uh, coming up. Um, uh, working, starting right now to work on book number four, those who follow it. So there's uh, uh, From Here to There, first book. Second book, Inside the Mind of Champions. Third book, Living Up in a Down World. I don't even have them with me right now. Um, and a working title for the fourth book, uh, Inspirational Recipes for a Blessed Life. And so uh, we're working on those, and um, which is what I want to talk to you about today, right? Um, and uh, every now and then in life, I you know uh, have an epiphany or vision of such. And I want to share this because I, I believe that this is for somebody out here who has felt like their whole life has been a struggle, a battle, uh, pushing a rock uphill, uh, three steps forward and two steps back, and uh, seeing other people succeed, but never really feeling like your life is a success. Um, this is a good insight. Uh, to that kind of thinking and uh, whether, you know, you are Canadian, UK, we're getting these all over, people check them out, uh, military folks stationed overseas, look at it. And, but it's important to know that uh, the goal in life is to have what I call uh, the blessed life. And the blessed life is really living your best life. The tricky thing about a blessed life is it's really distinctive and unique to each of us. Uh, an estimate there's over 8 billion people on the planet. And uh, despite what governments will tell you and institutions will tell you um, or organizations, companies, we're not all the same. We don't share the same DNA. We don't uh, share the same gift patterns, uh, blood types. We're all uniquely different, even if it's in a small way. So to just say one size fits all, one human being is the same as the next human being because we share the same melatonin count, skin color, uh, gender, uh, race, or even economic background does not mean we're equal. Um, it really is about 
finding the blessed life. And what does that mean? The blessed life is when you live in your best life. And, uh, you know, an example of this, I always say, is watch a seven-year-old child and how they enjoy their day. If you watch a seven-year-old child, you do not know if they are rich, if they are poor, if they've had a good day or a bad day, you just don't know. The child is just happy. They're living their best life because there's so many things that they have not encountered yet. There's so many things they have not seen and have not known and have not experienced. And so they're just living that blessed life, that energetic. You never see a child walking. They're always skipping, running, pulling mom or dad, trying to get to where they're going to go. Uh, they're always excited. They're an example of somebody in the purest form, just living a blessed life. They're not billionaires. They're not janitors. They're not anything. They're just what they are. And so we can learn a lot just watching child. Because as you get older, you begin to lose that. You know, when I see adults now, man, I can't look the other way because most of them that I see either have a fear face, frown face, mad face, resting face, bitch face, whatever we call it, they're not happy. Very few people that you see have genuine smiles on their face. And the reason why is because they're not living the blessed life because they're not living their best life. They're living some discount version of themselves. They're living a basement level of themselves when they ought to be living the top floor level of their individual one of 8 billion people lives. It's not true because somewhere they have bought a lie, lived a lie, made a turn, whatever happened, they're no longer living their best life. I talked to a number of people. I've talked anywhere from homeless to billionaires. And what I find sometimes is when people fall, when they fall, a lot of times they might get up physically, but they never get up mentally. You know, when they fall in a marriage, most people remain bitter about that marriage for the rest of their days. If they lose a child or a spouse or a partner, they remain bitter. Okay. You can't tell me anything about losing a child. I've lost one, but I'm not bitter. I'm not going to be mourning the rest of my life. Right. I'm not going to be down. Uh, will I always feel that loss and that pain to some degree? Sure. But life will go on. Whether I want it to go on or not, it will go on. Right? So I have to make a choice. Do I still go for my best life, my blessed life, or do I stay in the down, the curse, the dark, the corner, the booth life? Right. Um, it's uh, sad to see when people are 20 years old and they, they look like they're 50 already because they've already believed that they don't have a best life coming. Right. And so, uh, Today, really just thinking about what is that best life? And to me is when you are living the best you can do relative to the current conditions that you're operating in. So if you live in a country that doesn't have a high GDP like America and the wages are fairly low, uh, but you're able to get up and you go make whatever amount that you can make and you're able to take care of your family. 
you're able to take care of yourself, you're able to stay healthy, you're able to keep going and enjoying, you know, holidays, birthdays, seasons, anniversary, you're living your best life for that moment. Now, that's not permanent. It should always keep getting better. But maybe at that stage, that's the best life I can get, I can do. That's okay. Uh, I was just talking with someone that I value a lot. And, and what I see happen a lot in America with people is they see people who have reached a level of success or being, you know, I call the blessed life where they have obtained a certain level of income, wealth, influence, celebrity, fame, or whatever, and we see them doing their thing. We watch them. We become spectators to their success. And for some reason, we draw the conclusion that this person has always been that way. This person has always been Tom Brady. This person has always been LeBron. This person has always been a Steph Curry. Or this person has always been uh, Ronaldo you know, the soccer guy watching a lot of soccer these days, right? But they haven't always been there because they ain't always been on that field. They started somewhere else. The trouble is we don't see that part. We see the end. In other words, I was telling someone, we see chapter 15. We didn't see the other 14 chapters where they were struggling when they got cut from team. Do you know that Michael Jordan was cut from his high school team by his coach? Yeah, we don't read that. We read Michael Jordan, the, the seven-time, six-time NBA champion. He got cut. He got cut. He had to try out at one point in his career. Oprah Winfrey, world-famous world uh, celebrity talk show host, owns her own network. At one point in Oprah Winfrey's life, she had to try out with Steven Spielberg for the color of purple. She had to do a test, reel, and run, okay? Most people don't know that. They just think Oprah's been a billionaire whole life. No. So we see the end result of a person's uh, blessed life, but that's not how they got there. They didn't just, they didn't, they're not like royals. A royal family is different. They're born into wealth. They're born into a privilege. And most of the time they've been like that their whole life. The average person that build wealth and success and a blessed life, they started someplace else. And so the, the number one thing is don't be discouraged by where you are. Don't be so quick to want to get out of your situation because you see somebody else's situation that looked better. Sometimes the grass looks green on the other side, but remember, it's got to be taken care of too when you get over there. Right. You want the big house. But remember, the big house comes with problems. I had one. They come with problems. Maintenance, maintenance, maintenance. Honey do list. I could have spent my whole weekend mowing lawns, trimming hedges, cleaning up patios. I'm like, man, this house is like a tinker toy. Right. But I wanted it because it was cool. It was a statement. You want nice cars? They come with a price. They come in price. See, Hollywood doesn't show you that part of it. So when you're looking at celebrities' life about what they own and what they buy, you don't see the part that they have to pay for that, number one. And two, they have problems with it. They have issues with some of this stuff, but we don't see that. We think, man, if you look at TMZ and some of these please, you think none of these celebrities ever had a headache. None of them ever have a hangover. None of them ever get sick. None of them have a problem. Because you know why? They don't show that. This is why the description of a blessed life is sort of uh, 
misconstrued is because you don't see the whole picture. You know the whole picture of your life because you've been with yourself your whole life. So you know, you know your strengths and weaknesses, your proclivities, you know the mistakes. So you see yourself through those lenses, but then we choose to see other people only through the lens of whatever their profile is, right? Whatever their success is, that's how we see them. That's not the blessed life. The blessed life is when you're living your best life. There's a scripture in Habakkuk 2.4 that says the vision is for an appointed time, right? And this was an aha moment for me. So one of the things that I learned now is that my dream and my vision is my witness to the blessed life, right? So if I'm living any portion of my dream, it testifies about my blessed life. So let's put it in legal terms. Let's say you are accused of a crime and you are put on trial. It is the prosecutor's job to put on a case that shows you being guilty of what you have been indicted on, right? You are guilty of being poor. You're guilty of having bad credit. You're guilty of being having an unhealthy life. You are guilty of this. You, on the other hand, have a defense that says, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I got gifts, talents, and abilities. I have a way to live here. Wait a minute. But I don't have any way of demonstrating that. Been married four times, then uh, filed bankruptcy eight times, can't keep a job, can't stay in school, can't stay out of addictions. Man, you're starting to make the prosecutor's case look good at that point, right? So what can turn that around, right? What can make a difference in your whole life, in your whole outcome, right? One opportunity, number one. One opportunity can change your whole life, right? One, one opportunity. I've had uh, times where one opportunity changed the whole game. But the other thing, number two thing, that can change your whole game is your dream. Because your dream becomes a witness to your blessed life. If you dreamed of, of being married and you have a spouse, that's evidence of a blessed life. If you dreamed of having child and you have children, that's evidence of a blessed life. If you dreamed of having the job that you always wanted and you have it, that's evidence, that's a testimony to the blessed life, okay? It's not because, it's not, I want to be a billionaire. That might not be necessarily your dream. Now, if it is and you're working on it, it will become a testimony to your life or a multimillionaire or making 50,000, 100,000, whatever that is. But when it comes, it becomes a testimony. Our job is to wait patiently for that, not to be impatient for it. Wait, because when it comes in a trial, I watch lots of court cases and TV, and what I find is the common denominator in every single trial is one or two key witnesses turns the whole thing around. Because if that key witness say, I saw this person do this, or <coughs> this person was with me, or this person did not do that, or this person is not the person that you have portrayed them to be. They are not 
uh, criminal. They're not, you know, the system that we live in accuses us of different things. They'll accuse you of not being a, to be credit worthy. They'll accuse you of not being hire worthy. People will accuse you of not being trustworthy, character worthy, husband worthy, wife worthy, brother worthy. You'll be accused of a lot of things. How do you defend that? How do you respond when someone says you are a loser? You're never going to be anything. Your dad wasn't anything. Your mama wasn't anything. You're not going to be anything. How do you respond to that? One way and one. You don't fight it. This is what first temptation. It's what I did a lot. I defend myself. I fight. No, that's not true. Now, here's the deal. The reason why I've been successful in real estate for so long, I did one thing and one thing only. I let the results speak for me. You may not like me, but you couldn't argue my results because they were here. They got into the millions and first into the billions. You couldn't argue. Okay, you may not like me personally. I may not have been tall enough, light enough, blonde enough, blue-eyed enough for you or educated enough for you, but those results... They spoke for themselves. So number one, you got to let the results of your life speak for themselves. Don't defend yourself. Right? Don't defend yourself. And two, your dream. Do you have a dream? Do you know what the dream is? Have you written the dream down? Let the dream speak for you. Let your vision speak for you. It will testify of you, right? If you were a dropout and you have your master's degree or your degree, that speaks volumes for you, okay? So you, your blessed life is when you live in your best life and your dream and your visions are your testimony. And so you have to make a relationship with it. You just don't have a dream. Make a relationship with that dream. Make a partnership with that dream. Right again, read that scripture in Habakkuk 2 4. It's a great scripture, it's a great, and I do it out of the message translation. So, those that study that way, it's great because it really helped my eye open to see man, I'm getting ready to live my blessed life because my dream has come and it is testifying of my blessed life. Right? Things that I already have and things that are coming. That's the blessed life. I appreciate what I have, but I'm also looking for what is yet to come, what is yet to unfold. Maybe you're retired and you think, man, my life is over. I'm done. I've you know, worked this many years. You're not done. You know why? Because dreams never die unless you kill them. Visions never die unless you kill them, right? And they don't really die anyway. They just move on. They move on to somebody else. You ever wake up and somebody's living your life and living your dream? Because your dream moved on. Somebody will do it. And if you had it first, you ought to be the one to do it. I can't tell you the number of ideas that people have that didn't act on it. Somebody acted on an idea and they got rich and the person was upset, right? Or people, I see people grew up in a neighborhood with someone that they thought was a loser and the person goes out and become a great winner and they are upset. They're hating on it. Why? Because that person put their dream to work. They put their vision to work. They didn't take no for an answer. They kept going. So wherever you are, whether you are currently unemployed, homeless, janitor, right? You have a starting point. Get the vision. Write it down. Make it plain. Be bold enough to share 
it with people. I have no problem sharing what my vision and dreams are with people, even if they don't like it. Too bad. It's coming out of my mouth and I share with them. So I want to encourage you today is you're probably in some area of your life already living the blessed life. You just don't pay attention to it because you're preoccupied with somebody else's blessed life. And let me just tell you this. Everybody that makes a billion dollars is not living a blessed life because they may be living a blessed life in the economic area of their life, but most of them on their third, fourth marriage, most of them do not have a good relationship with their children. Most of them don't have a great number of friends who like with them. Most of them are not doing anything outside of their business and the marketplace to change their world. Most of them are not. So are they really living a blessed life? Or is there a portion of a life that we want? And I've been around people where I saw them from the outside and then I met them and I was so excited to meet them. But after 30, 45 minutes around them, I go, I don't really like this person. I know this person is like really successful, like a really famous athlete or really famous celebrity. And I know I really don't like being around this person because, man, they're just not fun to talk to. Right. So there you go. I am. Uh, want you to take that a little bit longer than normally I put these up, but I just thought this was important. So if you are living your best life, blessed life, hey, take this and share it with a friend because there's somebody else out there I think could benefit from this. This is Lewis Howard. Thank you again for joining us and being part of the conversation. We appreciate you. We'll see you again soon. Every great champion knows that success, overcoming and winning in life is no accident. Creating individual success is like having a recipe for a great meal. It only works if you know how to use the ingredients. As a best-selling author, entrepreneur, business coach, strategist, and champion, the Lewis Hour Live Show provides you the insider's view on winning. All we do is win, 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 helping you become the best version of yourself.